Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 56 of this daily study podcast. Thank you once again for joining us today as we pause from our Come Follow Me studies as we always do on a Monday and we have a look at any listener comments that we've received and also uh, discuss anything additional uh, that has been studied uh, in the week either by any listeners if you want to uh, share what you've been studying that'd be fantastic at uh, the Church of Jesus Christ study session pod- um, podcast Facebook page or you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com um, and also, uh, as I intermittently try and do, uh, is remind you that if you are interested in hearing more from myself, uh, there I do have a book that's been published. Uh, you can find the link for that book on the Facebook page, and it is also in the show notes. Uh, but it is a look at uh, what I would want my children to know uh, growing up in this generation uh, about the gospel. Uh, things ranging from um, being able to answer questions about gospel topics, um, about um Things such as the priesthood and understanding the priesthood more on, more fully uh, as we as we are developing our understanding today, uh, as and things like self reliance uh, as we move into a very different world in the one in which I grew up in, as the world that I grew up in was very different to the one that my parents grew up in. Uh, life seems to be moving very quickly and changing in many ways, and so hopefully uh, that is of interest. And uh, and if you have read it, uh, and if you've got a copy of it, please do leave a review. There's been some fantastic reviews on there. It's very highly rated uh, from 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 a number of people. So please do uh, look into that. I'm thinking about um, sharing that more widely uh, as well. So keep listening for that. Um, in the meantime, let's continue on with this episode. Uh, just one comment, really, to share this week uh, from the Facebook page. Um, I myself haven't posted on there very often. I try to do so once a day, but this week has been a very uh, uh, difficult one. Uh, and um, just lots of different things cropping up that meant I didn't have really time to do that. But uh, this uh, was one thing that was said. And actually, this has led me to kind of focus our study today on a specific part of our Come Follow Me study from this week that we just looked at. And I'll explain a bit more when I've shared the comments. Uh, it says, as you were listing all the similarities between the sacrifice of Isaac and Jesus Christ, I remembered a historian on Follow Him podcast that said the previous chapters of Genesis were all an introduction to the story of Abraham. If this is the most important story of Genesis, and really the whole Testament, to the Jews because of their claim as the children of Abraham, it really sounds like this was a story to help them prepare for Jesus Christ. Everything about it points to Jesus, but the Jews still don't rec- didn't recognise him. Um, I think that was a, a really interesting insight. And actually, it made me remember something I wanted to share about and discuss more. And so this idea of um, Isaac being in a similitude of the Saviour, this is really where that the Christian understanding of the Bible comes into play. Obviously, as we are Christians and we are looking for examples of Christ in the text, uh, it should be no surprise to us that we see these uh, cropping up Um and of course, the Jews, which of course this Bible was their original uh, and is still their sacred holy book, um, that is also important. They are looking for the Savior, the the Redeemer. They don't believe it was Jesus Christ, but um, they do believe that they are looking for a Redeemer as one uh, that we we as Christians believe that we have received. What's also interesting is that there is another very uh, prominent faith um, belief or, or faith tradition uh, that also regards the story of Abraham um, sacrifice, being willing to sacrifice his son as an important part, uh, and that is uh, Islam. Now, I've mentioned before that Islam um, 
obviously a lot of the, well, most of the prophets that we have in the Old Testament, they believe were prophets as well. And they believe that Jesus Christ himself was a prophet. Um, and what's interesting in the Quran is that in this story of Abraham sacrificing this his son, it isn't actually explicitly stated which son is the one that's chosen as the beloved son, as the sacrifice. And in some cases, there is many beliefs in 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 some in Islam that Ishmael was the one who was actually chosen to be sacrificed. And in the Quran, because in the Quran it doesn't specifically state which son it was, um, and. That's particularly interesting because Ishmael, of course, is the line which um, Islam comes from uh, as you move through the generations. And so in all of this uh, and just kind of considering just how pivotal this story is, because in the past I've thought it's an important story. But, you know, it's just another one of stories just like Noah and the Flood, Moses and the Plagues um, and and many other um, kind of stories. stories in the Old Testament. This really is such an important one. And so I want to spend the rest of this study today, just the four minutes or so, just reviewing a few more links uh, between Isaac and and the Saviour that we as Christians believe link him as a similitude of the Saviour. Um, I had the uh, the opportunity to teach this lesson in Sunday school um, yesterday. Uh, and a couple more came out, which I really enjoyed kind of hearing. Um, we talked about obviously how the, it is a father sacri- being willing to sacrifice his son. Uh, and we talked uh, about the, the the fact that it was a miraculous birth. Obviously, we ha- we read last week about how um, it shouldn't have been possible for Sarah to have this child, and yet that's what happened. It was given by the Lord in, in whatever way that was done uh, to her. So I'm not going to go too much into detail in the verses that describe that. However, I'm going to link it to Luke chapter 1, where, of course, we have another child promise that we we made reference to, that Jesus Christ will be born of Mary, again, in miraculous circumstances. Um, She is promised that she shall have a child, just as Sarah was promised. And then in verse 34, we don't have a sign of of Mary laughing as such, uh, with joy or with uh, with merriment or mocking. But what we do see is that she is questioning and we can we've had this discussion before on this podcast when we've talked about the Christmas story. Is this a kind of questioning of you know this isn't possible? How can I do this? Or sincere asking of how it's going to happen and that she's ready to do what needs to happen. But in verse thirty four of Luke chapter one it says, "Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man?" So there is that questioning, that uncertainty, that puzzlement perhaps by Mary, um, which of course we know that Sarah had. Uh, and and responded in a different way. Um, So I think that's particularly interesting. Uh, We talked about, obviously, Isaac uh, carrying his sticks on his back as the Saviour carried his cross up to his his, uh, sacrifice. Uh, And also we spoke about how Mount Moriah, uh, many scholars agree now, is the site where Golgotha would be um, thousands of years later, where the Saviour himself would also be sacrificed on that hill. Um, but then one of the things that we talked a bit more about, which I, um, hadn't yet kind of considered was this lamb now, obviously, or the ram in the thicket. Now we know that this is again, a a kind of a symbol of the savior. Whenever we see a lamb or a ram or something like that, we know, we think of the savior, particularly in this instance, because of course, this is what was sacrificed. Um, but I hadn't made the, um, kind of the link to the fact that the ram was the saviour for Isaac, that um, it was it was sacrificed in 
place of Isaac. So in that moment, Isaac doesn't become a, a, a symbol or a similitude of the Saviour. He becomes us. Uh, and this ram that was found in, found in the thicket uh, becomes the Saviour and is sacrificed in his place. Um, I, think that, I think that's a really beautiful reminder that Isaac is a child of God, just like we are. Uh, and so that was a um, something which kind of stood out to me as we were discussing it a bit further and a bit deeper. Um, one final thing, just to kind of add to it, in verse 14 of Genesis 22, it says, And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Um, he refers to this as the mount of the Lord, and we will see him here and of course that makes again the link to the fact that he would be brought here himself king of kings lord of lords and um willingly submit and give his life as isaac also was willing to do so and we talked about the innocence of isaac the fact that he had done no wrong um he was being sacrificed because it was the, the god's will to do so um and that's the same with our saviour. Um, he had done no wrong, and yet he willingly um, offered himself. He was willing to do this, uh, and he was therefore able to um, to be sacrificed or be willing to be sacrificed. So I thought there was just a, a couple more details there that perhaps we hadn't been able to cover on the podcast because there was just so much. So hopefully you enjoyed that, and uh, we'll look forward to a new week of study tomorrow. Thank you for joining us, and until we meet again.